0: Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Wednesday, August 9th.
1: What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York tri-state area.
0: And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV.
1: I'm David Escobar.
0: And I'm Jaya Joyce.
1: And here are today's headlines.
2: This is not just about numbers. This is about people fleeing despair and trauma. The city is running out of money appropriate space and personnel to care for families.
0: That's the voice of Mayor Adams, who's now calling on the federal government to declare a state of emergency over the migrant crisis in New York City.
1: Adams says the city's shelters and social programs are well past capacity and in desperate need of additional help. And he also shed light on just how much taxpayers are footing the bill for this migrant crisis.
0: Adams says under current conditions, the city spends almost $400 per night to house a single migrant family, which comes out to almost $10 million per night to house all the city's migrants.
1: And that number is projected to swell as more and more migrants arrive in the city. Adams says the bill to taxpayers could soar to $5 billion just this year, about the annual budget of the parks, fire, and sanitation departments combined.
0: In the meantime, Adams is calling for robust assistance from the state and federal governments. That includes things like the opening of state-funded relief sites, humanitarian centers, and more federal funding for the city's response.
1: It's about to get harder to find an Airbnb or other short-term rentals in New York City.
0: That's because a state judge just struck down a pair of lawsuits over Local Law 18. It effectively requires short-term rentals to register their properties with the mayor's office. But that's not all.
1: Under that measure, property owners can also put apartment complexes on the city's prohibited building list. That means New Yorkers can block these residences from being rented outright.
0: The two lawsuits against Local Law 18 were filed by a group of hosts and Airbnb itself who cited the potential for big financial losses.
1: According to the rental giant, the new law is a de facto ban on rentals less than 30 days. The company also says the new rules could eliminate 95% of its $85 million revenue in the city.
0: But housing advocates argue that short-term rentals put a squeeze on the city's already limited rental market.
1: After the judge's decision, about 10,000 of the city's 40,000 Airbnb listings will be deemed illegal.
0: The city is expected to start enforcing its new rules on September 5th.
1: New York State is considering a new act that will help New Yorkers out with their energy bills.
0: WFUV's Ben Oppenheimer attended a local rally to learn more about what this act could mean for working and middle-income families.
3: In a summer of sweltering heat waves, thunderstorms, and rising energy bills, renewable heat now is fighting back. It's a coalition organized by Alliance for a Green Economy, New Yorkers for Clean Power, Earth Justice, and numerous other organizations. Renewable Heat Now has been rallying to push Governor Hochul to sign the New York Heat Act. The act would lower utility costs by capping energy bills at 6% of household income for low- and middle-income New Yorkers. This would streamline costs and remove any unnecessary expenses. It also aims to be a starting point for consumer protection against utility and fossil fuel companies across the state.
1: So they'll be able to afford other things that we need. And we'll be able to do that because it removes the subsidies for the fossil fuel industry that our ratepayer dollars are all going to now. So we'll remove the subsidies for the fossil fuel industry that's fueling the climate crisis while saving people money on their energy bills. And that's transformative and important.
3: That's Laura Shindel. She's the senior organizer with Food and Water Watch, one of the organizations in the Renewable Heat Now coalition. Members of the coalition say if the bill is not passed, the consequences will be dire for New Yorkers. Bryn Fuller-Becker is the communications and advocacy manager at New Yorkers for Clean Power. She says the adverse climate conditions this summer have shown how extreme climates can affect the physical health and mental well-being of residents.
0: I mean, I've had countless of my neighbors and friends and coworkers say, you know, I'm really sick this week because last week I was, I had to be outside to get to work and I had to breathe in the smoke from that. And like you said, we're really seeing more New Yorkers open their eyes and look around and say, oh, if climate change isn't an issue for 10 or 20 years from now. It's an issue for today. And that's why we need our elected officials to respond to that. We need to hear more than thoughts and prayers and just saying that this is something like a new normal that we need to adapt to. We need to see real legislation being passed like the New York EAT
3: Act. Advocates from the Renewable Heat Now Coalition are calling on elected officials to take action by implementing real legislation in the form of the New York Heat Act. They are continuing to raise awareness of this bill across New York City in hopes it is passed. I'm Ben Oppenheimer, WFUV News.
1: That was WFUV's Ben Oppenheimer with the latest on the NY Heat Act.
0: It seems like the Link NYC kiosks around the city are no longer being used for their intended purpose.
1: The tall metal machines with LED displays were put in place in 2014 to give New Yorkers access to things like free public Wi-Fi and charging stations.
0: Meanwhile, the high-tech machines have allegedly been over-collecting user data. That's the finding of an audit commissioned by the city's Office of Technology and Innovation.
1: The audit also showed that the coalition that deployed the kiosks Neglected to make the MAC addresses linked to user devices anonymous. These addresses can be used to track locations.
0: The ACLU of New York suggests that the city delivers affordable fiber broadband to residents so they don't have to put their private information at risk using the Link NYC kiosks.
1: Harlem Week is back celebrating its 49th year in the city.
0: The annual festival celebrates the rich cultural diversity of Harlem through a variety of events which people can experience both in person and virtually.
1: Events include the Uptown Night Market, Harlem Summer Stage, and an outdoor film festival, among many other free events for the public.
0: The festival will be capped off by Harlem Day on the 20th, where Harlem native Harry Belafonte and Queen of Rock and Roll Tina Turner will be honored. Up next is our weekly music segment on the What's What podcast that delivers the latest music news.
1: We have WFUV's Avery Loftus here to catch us up on all things music. Hey, Avery.
2: Hey, guys. So, first things first, throughout the past few weeks, New York City has been celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. The official celebration is actually this Friday, August 11th.
0: How is the city celebrating this week?
2: There have been special edition Metro cards available at certain subway stations featuring some of New York's own hip-hop icons.
1: Where can New Yorkers buy these cards?
2: LL Cool J and Pop Smoke Metro cards were available in card vending machines this past Saturday. Supply was limited to a first-come, first-served basis in the artist's respective birthplaces. For instance, the LL Cool J card was available in Queens at Forest Hills. About 40,000 cards featuring... Rakim and Cameron will be available system-wide later this month.
0: How else is the birth of hip-hop being celebrated?
2: Starting today, Lincoln Center's Summer for the City Festival will host tons of free hip-hop-themed events, including dance parties, performances, and a silent disco.
1: Ooh, love a silent disco. That sounds so fun.
2: Right, and the festivities aren't limited to New York. A Netflix docuseries, Ladies First, a story of women in hip-hop, premieres on the platform today. The show highlights the impact of female MCs on their journeys to overcome the challenges of the genre.
0: Speaking of female rappers, I heard there's some big news about the Megan Thee Stallion case.
2: That's right. The rapper Tory Lanez was sentenced to 10 years in prison for shooting the Houston rapper in the foot.
1: Let's walk back a little bit though, Avery. Can you refresh our memories on exactly what happened?
2: Of course. In July 2020, Tori Lanez and Megan The Stallion left a party at Kylie Jenner's and got into an argument in the car. Megan The Stallion left the car, and Lane shot at her feet. Tori Lanez was charged for assault with a firearm, negligent discharge of a firearm, and illegal possession of a firearm. In more rap news today, Travis Scott has announced his first tour since the Astroworld crowd crush that saw 10 casualties and many more injuries.
0: What do we know about his
2: upcoming tour? He's calling it Utopia Tour Presents Circus Maximus. It starts in Chicago on September 25th. Tickets will go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. In more lighthearted music news, the MTV Video Music Award nominations were announced yesterday. Women dominated the noms this year, with Taylor Swift leading the count with eight nominations, followed by six nominations for SZA. The VMAs also added a new category this year for Best Afro Beats. The award show will be on September 12th at Newark's own Prudential Center.
1: And I'll ask the question we're all asking ourselves every year. Are there any VMA snubs?
2: There's a viral skit that, in my opinion, just missed its chance at a VMA nomination. Take a listen. Originally recorded at the Oculus in New York, the Eurodance parody song Planet of the Bass by comedian Kyle Gordon will have an official release on August 15th.
0: I'm very excited to hear the full version of that song. Avery Loftus is a reporter at WFUV. Avery, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks
2: so much for having me.
1: And that's our show for today.
0: But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports.
1: And as always, you can find more from us at WFUV.org news and wherever you get your podcasts.
0: I'm Jaya Joyce.
1: And I'm David Escobar. And that's What's What.